This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. This is a Lakota prayer song. Sing with us, sit with us in this. This features all of the band, especially the new one, Mr. Dave Watts on bass. Water spirit feels springing around my head Makes me feel glad I'm not dead with she tie tie
That was lovely. Thank you. And it seems to me that we have some celebrating to do with birthdays. All right. We're going to do all the April birthdays, Eric included. <laughs> Woo! He's turning 50, but before me, so I'm celebrating that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to celebrate the Earth, too, on this April. So let's sing happy birthday out loud, up proud, and like... We can hear you from wherever you are. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to our planet. Happy birthday to you. Happy April birthday, everybody. All right, thank you. Now let's go into prayer. So Easter is all about rising up, right? And But we rise up from ashes often that we have created in our lives, things that we, we didn't necessarily create them intentionally, or maybe we didn't do anything. Maybe they just happened to us. But we're in these places where... Maybe we're dealing with health issues or relationship troubles or financial. We, we have these things on a regular basis. We, we transition in and out of them. And we know people who are suffering in those ways as well. So as a community, we hold in prayer the power to lift everyone up. So I would invite you right now to go into the, the chat and just add a prayer claim. How can we lift you up? You or somebody you know, take a minute right now. And while people are doing that, let's all just hold them. See that energy of Easter morning transforming whatever the suffering is that people are experiencing right now. We are so grateful, so grateful that we do not remain stuck because we have the power We have the spiritual awareness to know that through changing how we see the circumstances of our lives, we can raise them up. So let's take this prayer into song right now. Breathe in and know. Be still and know. most important part of that is I am. Let go and know. Breathe in and know I am. Be still and know I am. Let go and know I am.
Let's affirm that together. I, because I am love. That is our truth. Love is our ultimate reality. Everywhere, present and whole, it radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love. And so it is. And now we're going to move into meditation. And our meditation this morning is a musical gift from Unity in Linwood. Reverend Richard Held and Matthew are going to um, be doing this prayer of St. Teresa, which is a very ancient prayer put to song. So let's move into that time now. what that means to be Christ, Christed, Christed body. 
now we move into music. And as you're listening to the song, I want to invite you to ask yourself, how is this a resurrection song? By the water's edge, the current running swift She sat down for a minute, trying to catch her breath She said, why am I so alone? Why are we all so alone? The floods came and divided us long ago Nobody knew how to swim, stranded on islands of their own She said, I will no longer cling to the shore of isolation anymore She just jumped on in the current and pulled and twisted Knocks on rocks and flipped and lifted Rolling through rapids, feel like drowning Head is pounding, lights surrounding Starting to float, starting to float Drifting with the current, learning not to control There's no way out, but there's a way No way out, but there's a way inside. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. With the shores of her She had never seen the constellations burning so bright New islands coming up over the horizon Find surprisingly not frightening Heart and mind filled with excitement Spirits rising, spirits rising All of the people rushed down to the shore They said, who is this child who's not afraid anymore? Oh, please come teach us, come and save us Free us from all that enslaves us Show us how you learn to do this Please, oh master, help us through this Oh, she just smiled and she said, my friends I am not a savior, I would not try to pretend That this is some kind of miracle But I know where to begin You just gotta jump in You just gotta jump in There's no way out, but there's a way in no way out, but there's a way inside. Sometimes you'll find yourself adrift. And sometimes you'll be adrift and find yourself.
there's a way in. I love that song so much, and I really appreciate you doing that for us. So I wonder what you got as a message. How is that a resurrection song? To me, the resurrection is all about the light that comes forth when we go inside and we, we do the weeding in our garden of, of our being, and we let go of that which is holding us back. We allow ourselves to die to the things that we thought were essential, but were not really essential. It takes courage, and when we do it, a whole world opens up to us. In the song, the singer who jumped in and was thrashed around and went through all kinds of pain and uncertainty and no guarantee that she would live through it. She discovers new constellations that she'd never seen, new islands that are coming up that she had not seen. A whole new world, a whole new life is opening up for us when we let go of that which we think is so important. Back in the first century, Jesus died and rose. But what does that mean? I'll tell you what we know about that, and it's not everything that you read in the Gospels. St. Paul was the one who wrote closest to the time of Jesus. And those letters that he wrote give us information about what the early followers, the people that were around after Jesus died, or potentially knew him in his lifetime. By the time all the Gospels are written, it's at least 60 years after the death of Jesus. Now, think about how well you remember all the things that happened to you 60 years ago, assuming that you weren't an infant at that time. How accurately would you write it down? So the Gospels are not They're not about accuracy and fact. They're about the point that each of those gospel writers was trying to make, and they involved a particular audience that they were speaking to. So all of those resurrection stories, you know, Mary goes to the tomb and finds him, and and the angel, and he's walking along beside some people along the way, and, you know, all of those appearances... Those are stories. Those are not facts. If they were facts, probably they would have gotten some mention in the epistles that Paul wrote. What we know from, the, from these writings, these letters, are that Jesus was executed. So Paul always talks about Jesus Christ crucified, and he's emphasizing crucifixion. And the cross was important to the early Christians because crucifixion was reserved for political problems to Rome. So Jesus was stirring up political trouble, and so he was executed. And we know that he rose again, 
But we don't know what that looks like. By the time Paul has his own resurrection experience, it's past what we hear the stories about of how he ascended up into heaven after 40 days. So all of that timing, we don't know about that. What we know is that after he was executed, he continued to have a presence that changed people's lives. So what was that? What was the resurrection experience? Let's back up a little bit to why he was executed. He was not executed because he was a political um, troublemaker. He was executed because there were expectations that he would save the country of Israel, the Jewish people. He would save them. They had been waiting for a Messiah for a long time. And there were other would-be messiahs at that time in history. And they all met a similar fate, crucified. Because the Roman government had a very tight thumb on the people. And they were paying attention. And Passover was a time of the year when people tended to come to Jerusalem. And there was a lot of festivals and just... A lot of activity and opportunity for trouble. So it was a time when the city was heavily guarded. And whatever it was that Jesus was doing, we, we looked to his message. He was not somebody who was here to overthrow a government. But that's what was expected of him. And the Romans were used at this point to other people trying that. There was a movement of zealots that were quite active at that point in time. And they were trying to get their power back, which is fine. Okay, they want their power back. That's, I, I'm not knocking them, but that wasn't Jesus' way. Jesus came to say that this kingdom that you want, You want to restore the kingdom of David. It's not going to happen in the material world. The kingdom is something that exists within you. You have to go in, which is the same message the song was saying. You have to go in and find it there. When you look at the situation in the outer world, you're looking in the wrong place. So we all have circumstances that we face as we go through life. We lose a beloved. We lose a job. We, we have health situations that come up. Maybe we lose part of our body. We lose our way and we don't know what we want in life. We lose our sense of purpose. We all lose Along the way. And if we look outside of ourselves to find a replacement for what we have lost, we will not find it. The only way we find true life is by going within. 
This is where we find the power. This is where we find our place in the kingdom of heaven. And that's what Jesus was here to tell us. He burst the bonds. It's interesting that Easter falls this year in April, which is the most common time that it falls. And the word April means bursting open. Just like the buds are bursting open. The cocoon is bursting open. Jesus burst open. He let go of this life because he had so much trust in his source, what he called Abba, which means daddy. He had a daddy-mommy, that precious closeness. You think about your children when they're little and how close they feel to you and how they trust you so completely. He didn't have a teenager relationship with God. He had a little child relationship, trusting the divine so completely, knowing he could always let go into that, that his job was just to say the truth as he knew it, to shine his light. And as he did that, yes, he got caught up in the Romans' presumptions about him because he was drawing big crowds. And who knows what people were saying about him. They probably, the story of Palm Sunday with he's riding in on the donkey and the palm leaves and all of that is great drama. A story that did not happen. You can bet if that had actually happened, he would have been whisked off to the cross immediately because it was a time of year that was heavily guarded. But when they tell the story, they want to paint the picture of someone who is the Messiah, the one who is coming to save us. And it paints a picture of the people's expectations. But he didn't come to be a savior in the way of, I'm going to take care of this for you. Just like in the song, when she's so filled with joy and light at, at this new life she's experienced, everybody's coming to her and saying, how did you do that? Be our, be our master, teach us, show us. And she's saying, no, 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 I'm not a savior. But I can give you a hint. The only way is go in. It's all inside of you. That's what it means to find the kingdom of heaven and the life that is there for us is is promised on Easter. We get stuck. We get stuck on the things that we've done wrong, all the milk that's been spilled in our lives. Instead of just wipe it up and move forward, forgive. That was Jesus' huge message. Forgive yourself for all these experiments that you made in being human. Just allow yourself to rise up to who you could be. Go inside and then rise up. Bring the light out. Don't hold on tight to what has been. Trust that if you go inside, 
if you go inside, you will find a joy like no other. But you have to be willing to face the darkness first. They have silkworms in the, in the east, the far east. And the, the silkworms, when they, when they go inside, they're covered by a cocoon that's coarse. And so the silk makers have to sort out the coarse threads, which are not usable, from the fine silk inside. And that's how they make the, the beautiful garments. We are all filled with coarse threads, mistakes that we have made, suffering, what we have learned. But from that, we also have these fine silken threads of life. And that's what we want to bring up, rise up, and show the world the silken light of our true nature. We are here to make a difference. And we don't make a difference by hanging on to what was. Even as a community, we've shared our vision with you. And even as a community, we're seeing, and and maybe all church communities this is true for as well, it's like one of the things we learned from COVID is we're not going to be able to do church the way we did. We are moving into a whole new century And in this new century, we need a new way to live our missions. So our mission is to awaken spiritual consciousness and embody love. And we ask ourselves, how do we do that? And I'm not saying we're not going to gather on Sundays. I can't wait to see all of you. And I know that you feel the same. But there has to be more. So we have found our digital ministry as part of this, but there's still more. So when we think about our big vision, we think about this place called the hearth. And and we think about all the groups that can be part of that and, and programs that we can create that are not about Sunday morning, but they are about living our mission. They are about embodying love and opening up the circle to people who maybe are not Sunday morning people. But they are people. They are people who deserve to know love and to find ways to love more. They are people who long, like all people, to awaken. And this is a way that we can reach them. But we have to die to doing it the same old way that we've already done it. And with any change, there's always resistance. And what about each one of you? What is it that you are being called to? If you rise up into your fullness, what do you have to let go of? There's something. What do you have to forgive? What is the spiritual practice that you could embrace that would every day move you forward more and more steadily into the trueness of you? It's easy to say words. It's easy to say hallelujah. It takes work to go inside, to ride the rapids, 
to let what is no longer useful and true, to let that go and to rise up. But rise up we must. That is our Easter reminder. And every time you go through and you see the daffodils rising up from the ground and the crocuses and the irises and all the beautiful spring flowers, as you see them rise up, remind yourself, this is what I am here to do. I am here to have a Christ experience. There's a poem by um, a woman from the 14th, 1400s. Her name was Mirabai. She was an Indian saint. And she, she says, I write of that journey. I remember how my mother would hold me. I would look up at her sometimes and see her weep. I understand now what was happening. Love, so strong a force, it broke the cage. And she disappeared from everything for a blessed moment. All actions have evolved from the taste of flight. The hope of freedom moves our cells and limbs. Unable to live on the earth, Mira ventured out alone in the sky. I write of that journey of becoming as free as God. Don't forget love. It will bring all the madness you need to unfurl yourself across the universe. That's what Jesus did unfurled across the universe, burst from this human body, he was able to impress himself on those who were following him to the extent that they felt like they had seen him. They felt his presence. They felt like they heard what he was saying to him. They had transformative experiences that were mystical because he had been willing to let go of what he knew, to go through that process, to go in and burst out as pure love. I'm not saying you have to be literally crucified. I do know you will face crosses in your life. I do know you have already faced crosses in your life. But my message to you this Easter morning is trust. Don't be afraid of letting go. Because you will burst forth as the light of who you are because that's what you are. You will rise up and do it with joy. Namaste. Everybody to get up off your seats and rise with us this morning, y'all. Bringing the spirit form to you in the house. Here we go. Rise up, it's time to move. We're gonna let it go. Rise up, come out of the dark. And before you know, if you rise up. Just fan that spark, your love will start to grow. Oh, oh, oh.
new start. It's a brand new day. Rise up with a true heart. especially to Becca Palm who pulled that all together and to all of the singers that were part of it, especially our own homegrown Carol Rossio, Laurel Allen Forrest, Jocelyn Eisenlohr, um, and Laurel Laurel Allen Forrest. Yes, I knew there was one. Thank you so much. We really loved that song. We have um, a few announcements and then our, our 
gratitude time in the service. We we have a new season of the earth is beginning, starting next week. And um, besides just honoring our beautiful planet, we are getting a opportunity. Um, most of you right now, and she's about two-thirds of the way through, so she's going to have a chance to organize this this season and do a lot of the talks, and um, I'll pop in and do some talks also, but she's going to be handling it and get to be the lead minister for the next season, so please give her your support and show up for the, for the um, Sunday's Oh, she does with it. Um, we're also starting a new program through the Health and Wellness Ministry. It's going to be from 4 to 5 every Sunday. And a different chef is going to be offering um, a cooking class. And so you get to cook along beside them um, through Zoom and make wonderful food that will support your brain health because we all know that our minds create it and our brains have a big say in the things that we think so let's okay is that better okay um so anyway so that's going to happen starting tonight. I hope you'll tune in. Suzanne is going to do a wonderful stir-fry for it. Um, and we have, coming up in two weeks, we have another live stream concert with Ananda Yogaji. And he will be live stream and in person. So watch for that. And Zoom Lobby right after this. I just can see a lot of people on Zoom. It's so nice to see you all. I hope you will stay. And Reverend Tam is going to just lead a conversation so that everybody has a chance to speak. And so let's go into a place of gratitude now. I am so grateful for everything that we have here. Let's just think about all that this community represents to us. We have Soulshine. We have Mita over there who is doing our translating. We have our our tech crew, Kevin and Ian. And we have some support staff here in the background. This is a wonderful, powerful community. If it matters to you that we are here, then I invite you to make an offering. I invite you to think about what does it mean to be part of a community that is sharing spiritual awakening, that's making that possible for people. What does it mean for you to embody love, not just as an individual, but as a community? You'll see in the chat, there's a place to donate. You can certainly write a check if you prefer to do that, but we make it really easy to donate online, or you can text 
So please take a moment right now and think about what this community means to you. Let yourself feel it. And take some time to make an offering because your gifts are what's keeping us going. I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. The offerings that you just made or the ones that you make on a regular basis, let's just hold them in our virtual hands and say, from the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in this world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And let's finish off with the prayer of protection. Please say it with me. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am. Have a beautiful day.
Because I am You're it You're it Yeah, you're it You're it There's no way out, but there's a way There's a way in. You're it.